Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. It's me and Leslie today. Hey, girl. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. So did you um, did you get your dose of Michelle, Auntie Shell Obama last I night? I got a big dose of Michelle Obama <laughs> and I'm happy about it. Yes. I think I spent more time yelling at the TV, just, <laughs> just amen in everything she said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Glennis is here. Hey girl. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Hey, Glennis. How are What's you? Doing Glennis, we were just talking about uh, Mrs. Obama's speech last night. Oh, yeah. Mm. She she brought that she brought the house down. I mean, um, she did in such a black woman way that like made you. If I, if I was that man, I would feel really small right now. Yes, exactly. it was like the ultimate look your mama yeah. gave you. Exactly. You? Yeah. That's like said, it is what it is. Like and what mm-hmm. I was waiting for her to say and what. <laughs> My, I, I mean, there were so many, there were so many gems in there, but when she said, pack a lunch, maybe breakfast, wear some comfortable shoes, mm-hmm. be prepared to be like, do what you have to do, but you mm-hmm. going out there to vote. Like I can see that's what my mother would tell me or my grandmother would tell me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Be prepared to vote. I am going, I'll be the first one in line on October 26th for um, early vote in, Mar- in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. And someone mentioned to me, actually, my, it was my mom. She was telling me about drop boxes. Yeah. So, yeah, you can always, yeah, you can also drop, you know, drop off your ballot at certain mm-hmm. locations. Yeah. So you don't have to mm-hmm. rely on then, the postal service. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. I think I'm going to do early voting in person and call it a day. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to put on my mask, a shield, whatever, have my gloves on, mm-hmm. all the above. I said I take the risk going to the store. I can take the risk going vote shit. I know that's right. That is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before yeah. we introduce our special guest, I want to let y'all know that the Swirl Suite is doing a session for the Wine Media Conference on Friday. Um, we're going to be talking about diversity yet again. And uh, it should be an interesting conversation. I will put the link in the description box and hopefully you can join us. Yes. Looking yeah. forward to it. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Yes. That'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have a very special guest, another black business in the building. I have Eric Turner here of Hip Hop Juice Box in California. Hey, Eric. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Eric. Welcome, welcome, Eric. I appreciate it. So, Eric, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? 
Yeah, my name is Eric. I am one of the owners and creators of the Hip Hop Juice Box, which is uh, it's hard to describe really what we are. We're, I like to say we're an experience here in the Bay Area. It's not your typical cafe or coffee shop or wine bar. It's an experience. We're kind of changing up the game. You know, most coffee shops are, are smoothie places. They only offer one thing. You go to a coffee shop, you go to a Starbucks, you want smoothies, you go to, you know, Jamba Juice. Where we're changing up. We're offering fresh juice, smoothies. We also do coffee, our own brand of coffee. But on top of that, we have beer and wine as well. So that's where we dabble in the, the nighttime, the adult crowds as well, where not only can you be here in the morning time getting your work done, but you can hang out afterwards for half the hour and have a glass of wine. How did oh, you come up with the name? I'm sorry, can you hear you? I'm sorry, how did you come up with the name? Um, so I had a couple of ideas. Uh, back when food trucks were first uh, starting off, I was going to be the hip hop food truck. Okay. And I was going to uh, <laughs> ride around town with my music, music blasting and you know, playing some good songs and hopefully attract some people. But my wife, she shot that idea down. She said that was a horrible idea. <laughs> uh, then one day, you know, I, I sat with a graphic designer and I was like, you know, I wanted to kind of change the twist of a healthier lifestyle. You know, most African-American, you know, we got the, where I grew up, most of the places for me to get something to drink was a liquor store. And I was only able to get soda or a beer or a McDonald's. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to cater to a more healthier lifestyle. So I wanted to merge the, you know, the black urban culture, but with the more healthier things. So that's when we came up with this logo here. Okay. Excellent. I love it. Very cool. So you say you're in the Bay Area. Where exactly are you in the Bay Area? So we're in Emeryville, which is, you know, a small, it's really a small city in between San Francisco and Oakland. So as soon as you cross the Bay Bridge heading into Oakland, if you blink your eye, you'll miss Emeryville, but everybody knows us by, we're about the only Ikea in town. So uh, everybody knows us from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have those landmarks. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's too funny. So you had mentioned your initial, well, not your initial concept, but the concept part, duh, was the part where people would come in and like a coffee shop and they'd sit you know, chill for the day, maybe make it like their satellite office. Um, since COVID, are people still doing that? Do you, is that a still a convenience for people? Uh, no, uh, just because everything's to go now. We do offer some outdoor seating. Uh, mm -hmm. that sometimes our Wi-Fi still works out there. So we've had to adjust to the different times. Uh, we haven't, we just made a year. So we were just getting to the point oh, wow. where we were starting to get a name for ourselves when COVID happened. So unfortunately, we had to lay back. We had tons of events planned throughout the year. People written out the space as well. Uh, but we have to adjust. We do like a lot of the online ordering where people order stuff to go. Uh, we are allowed to sell wine over our online ordering as well. Uh, we pride ourselves in having majority Black-owned winemakers or people of minority as well. Uh, same thing with our beers as well. So we have the typical stuff you just can't get from the local corner store. So we do a lot of online orders as well. Yeah, that's really cool because I saw on Instagram, I find I found out about you guys because uh, Marcus Johnson is a friend of the podcast. And he, um, I guess you have his wine too. And I think he reposted um, you guys posting like his wine. Yes. And so I was like, what is that? That is so cool. 
Yeah, that's a really cool concept. No, yeah, initially we wanted to, as many Black-owned products as we can, that is our initial plan, and we try our best to stay to that. So whether it's our pastries, uh, beer, wine, everything that we try to do, we try to at least do somewhat locally and also Black-owned. And so you mentioned that you guys already have another bar. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, tell us about that business. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how we fell into this lovely space here. Uh, me and my friends, we own a sports bar literally uh, across the street, a block up from here, uh, uh, called Hometown Heroes East Bay. Uh, it's a sports bar. Uh, we got a lovely patio. We do, like, basic bar food. And uh, when we opened that up, I would come to this location, which was a previous uh, coffee shop, and I would come here and get coffee while we were working on that space. And I had the idea of this concept that we wanted to branch off. We just couldn't find a venue for it. We couldn't find a path. And um, the more and more I came, I would talk to the owners here and tell them how I was searching for real estate, just couldn't find a, a place in my budget. And one day they left me a note and said they were looking to sell. So. Wow, so fell right we, in your lap. Yeah, as soon as we opened up the door on the bar, we started uh, building this place out like three months afterwards. Wow. Wow, that's a, that is a blessing. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Timing is everything. Oh, I was yeah. just looking on your um, IG page. So you so you have a mask with um, Hip Hop Juice um, <clears throat> box on it. Do you sell other type of paraphernalia for your... Yeah, we do our T-shirts, which has our, our main logo here in the front, and we have the Run DMC logo on the back. We do masks. We also have hoodies as well. Um, unfortunately, well, good thing is we actually just recently sold out of everything. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we will be having some more coming soon. I will be posting it on Instagram. Um, just the support from the community. Uh, a lot of people, like I said, didn't even know we were here. We were a brand-new um, business, and – uh, with all the things that were going on in politics recently, especially here in the Bay Area with the protests, mm -hmm. we were one of the few businesses in this particular area that wasn't looted. Mm. Oh, wow. It was kind of a blessing for us because a lot of people who didn't know we existed, when they were searching up for coffee or wine, we were the only thing popping up that was still open. So we started to get a lot of recognition and support because of that, because people were coming in and finding out like, oh, oh my God, this is a black owned place. Or, oh my God, this place is so cool. So we started to pick up a lot of business after all of the protests and everything started to pick up in our area. That's wow. excellent. This hoodie is so cute and I wanna- <laughs> oh, Thank you. <laughs> and so uh, we have a lot of friends in the Bay Area, um, in the wine world, especially, uh, you know, people of color. Did you guys get a lot of support in the area when you started um, Hip Hop Juice Box? Yeah, we didn't necessarily, right off the gate, start off with wine. Okay. It was an option that we had, but it wasn't something to where it was, it was kind of tucked away. Uh, we had our first uh, wine that we started to sell was Wanchero wine. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we did their cab and their muscat, which was a hit, and we sold it by the glass. You know, people bought it, but it was just something extra that we had our our main focus is of course a healthier lifestyle with the juices and the smoothies mm -hmm. um, but as we started to stay open more and we started to get more of the nighttime and the parties we 
really wanted to dive more into the wine part of things, the more grown and sexy, sitting back, having a nice glass of wine and things like that. And with the concept, I know it's kind of hard to see on the Zoom here, but the layout that we have is I wanted people to feel like a lounge. It is loungy. It looks cozy. Yeah, I want people to be very comfortable here. We have like full on sofas. We have, you know, shag rugs. And <laughs> I travel a lot for work myself. And I hated going to like either coffee shops and I had my headphones on. I was sitting in a corner and nobody, you know, don't touch, don't bother me, don't talk to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if I still had work to do, then I would go to a bar and it was still that same concept where when we build out this space, we wanted people to feel comfortable. Like you don't, we play rap music or R&B music all day, loud too. So you don't have to put your head <laughs> on the you know, you're, you're sitting here and you might get up and like, oh yeah, that's my song. Yeah, I remember this song. <laughs> Everybody's interacting and being socially. No one's like stuck in their corner on their laptop. Don't talk to me. And what better way to, you know, break down those walls than wine. Yeah. So that's when we started to dive in, having more options of wine, you know, really highlighting the different brands locally and things like that. So I'm, I'm looking at... Um your website and the juices. I mean, the, the wine is important. Please do not get me wrong here. <laughs> but I love the names of the juices, the chronic, the so-so fresh, the Swiss beets juice. Um, obviously, they're hip-hop inspired, but who does the recipes? Uh, me and my team, me and my friends, we all grew up together. We all came up with the recipes. Um, we all, at one point in time, struggled with our health. And we kind of made a pact some years back to do improvements. So we started, you know, juicing more smoothies, acai bowls. And a lot of it is sometimes it's created by the staff here. They might custom make something for themselves. And I'm like, all right, if it tastes good, we'll put it on the menu and we'll give it a name. So mm -hmm. if you see on our menu, we have some that are actually named after staff here. We have one called the Diamond Effect, which is made by Diamond. She's one of the uh, cashiers here. She was making something for herself. I tried it. I said, it tastes good. All right, let's sell it. So we, we get pretty creative. Sometimes it's just, I might hear a song. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to name a drink after that. So <laughs> we have a, a, new, a new smoothie, which is a protein-based smoothie, which is really thick with almond milk, whey protein. We have um, walnuts blended in, peanut butter. So it's really mm -hmm. thick. Mm -hmm. uh, so the name of that one is Hella Thick. And <laughs> damn girl you're getting hella thick you must be drinking them, them smoothies from the juice box so <laughs> that's that's funny. It can I love just it. thought process and that's how we come up with it Man. i love that love that um so i know it's it's hard to think about this right now but we need this on the east coast what I city right. what, right. what city would you choose i probably you had to pick one Probably in the D.C., Maryland area. That yeah. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Are you just saying that because we live here? <laughs> no, I, I frequently visit that area. Uh, I've even considered moving over there. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife went to Howard. Hate you. Oh, boy. You yeah. know. You know. <laughs> oh, God. I am uh, constant. We go out there at least two or three times a year. And the... The black business support, I feel, is a lot bigger there than it is here in the Bay Area. Really? That's hmm. interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, it just seems like Oakland, especially uh, with the black business and black wine, winemakers, I don't know. 
but it's fairly like, yeah. new. It's okay. like this mm. is new to us. <laughs> First okay. before I fell out there, it's been going on for years. Gotcha. Yeah. There is a piece of magic here. Um that I think sometimes the people who are native to this area don't take realize. for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, because right. then when you have other black people come in this area, they're just like, it's just all these black people, mm-hmm. successful people, you yeah. know. And and we just take it for granted. Like, that's how it's supposed to be, which it is how it's supposed to be. But you don't see that across America. You know, you're absolutely right. One time I met this girl, she said she had never had a black dentist before. And I kind of looked at her like, what? Right. A dentist ain't black. Like, but I mean, being so close to Howard, they got a dental school. My dentists have always been black. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. No, yeah, I, we frequently, um, I was actually looking recently to move to Upper Maryland, uh, Upper Marlboro, so. Okay. You never know. You might see one coming up there pretty soon. Oh, good. Oh, that's In exciting. Pretty Girl County. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so you guys, you and your wife seem to know business pretty well. Do you have any advice for small business owners right now? Yeah, I mean, it's really, the biggest thing I would say is just risk it. That's the only real advice I can give anybody. I didn't come into this knowing much about all the different juices, all the different coffee. I just knew what I liked. I knew when I went to a place, what I like to drink and the atmosphere that I want to be doing that. So I went on a limb and created a place for me. Like overall, Mm -hmm. if you're a like-minded person like myself, you would enjoy this. This is pretty much my man cave. (laughs) And when I, you know, when I came up with the idea, some people thought, oh, hip hop juice box, it kind of sounds gimmicky. And, but when you walk in and you see our layout and the style that we went with and the, the pictures that we hang up on the wall all have sentimental value and meaning to everybody. When you come in and you see a framed, you know, original chronic uh, vinyl, or you see a cassette tape from the 1980s. And I even have fat laces uh, inside some shell toe Adidas. They're actually (laughs) This is art to me in history. So it was just something that I appreciated and I wanted to do. So I took the risks and did the research. And it's not as hard as a lot of people think. It's like, oh, I got to get a business loan and I got a, you know, old debt and stuff. For me, it was just, I got a group of friends that were all like-minded and, hey, if you got $10,000, I'll give you this much. Hey, if you got $5,000, I'll give you this much. And we accumulated enough to reach the budget, but being careful to who you pick on your team. Mm-hmm. I have someone who specializes in the beer and wine. So you are the beer and wine guy. I have someone who specializes in the maintenance. So no matter what happens, you're in charge of maintenance. So just finding the right, you know, skills and your friends and your business partners and just taking that chance. Even if you put a thousand dollars into it, you still have stake in the business and you want nice. to make sure that your business yeah. grows. Mm. Nice. You know, Eric, um, recently I am developing uh, a new website, a new branch of my business and I'm just overwhelmed by it. And I look back when I first started my business and I wrote my first website all by myself or what have you. And I think part of it was being naive and like, okay, we just going to get this done. 
in the beginning and you you don't realize the scale of it being an entrepreneur you just you just think okay we're going to go at it so was that some of your approach like this is what we want to do and how we're going to yeah i mean you run into bumps constantly it's like roadblocks are going to happen um but you gotta be able to adapt to that you know we had a concept we know what we wanted to do but we didn't necessarily have the infrastructure day one Mm -hmm. like hey let's trial and error as long as we don't piss anybody off or or you know just make anybody angry hey this recipe might be a little bit too sweet you know we listen to our customers if someone says hey you know what i think this will taste better with this hey you're right let's give it a try and see so you can't be stuck and this is way i want to do it and this is my vision you got to be willing to adapt to those roadblocks I have a quick question about coffee. Did you say that you guys have signature coffee, like your own coffee? Yeah, we have two blends. So we have our regular drip coffee, which is called Ric Flair drip. So when you drink, you drink it, you feel like Ric Flair. Uh, our, our second one is our espresso blend, which is called the Can't Stop, Won't Stop espresso shot. So when you drink it, you feel like Diddy. You want to just shake your shoulders and everything. <laughs> that right boost of energy. Nice. Do you... um? So do you import your, are your coffee beans from so which, yeah, we, which we have a, a private We have a private label, which is our supplier. They're based out of here in Emeryville. They roast them for us and they let us. Okay. Oh, perfect. Nice. Man, it, uh, that, that really all worked out. That's crazy. It did. That's, yeah, it's wonderful. I, I just so happened to smell coffee roasting. I looked in the window and I saw it was a coffee roasting company. Wow. wow. I tasted it. It was amazing. We worked out a deal. Nice. Man. That's really nice. Mm. That's a whole nother revenue stream for you, too, to see. Yeah. Can I get some hip hop juice box coffee that I can start distributing across the country where we could buy it over here, too? Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're working on that. That's our next big thing is we want to do subscription services. So we're going to have a wine oh. of the month with our coffee of the month. So we're oh, that's genius. That next couple of months. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Because you, because of this pandemic, I think a lot of businesses have got to figure out a way to have different revenue streams and to be able to, quote unquote, morph with what is happening in their immediate environment, and that's the ones that are surviving. Yeah, because yes. I, I actually have not bought coffee out since the pandemic. Because it's not like I can walk the farmers market and drink it. So by the time, you know what, I'm going to walk back to my car or wait till I get home to drink it. It's going to be cold. So I just make it here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. It's a totally different, different experience. Yeah. And, well, Sarita, what's interesting with that comment, I was drink, I would drink coffee every day because I would go to work, yeah, I'm on the train, I yep. get to my desk, sign in, go downstairs to the Panera Bread and get the coffee like clockwork. Right. So that whole routine has changed. And and I and I thought to myself, wow, if that was their foot traffic. Right. And the, you know, our offices have pretty much been closed for humans since March. <laughs> I feel so sorry for those businesses that yeah. are right there in the, in the in that area. Yep. Yeah. No, definitely. It it was tough for us in the beginning, but I think as more people start to work from home, some people want to have that same routine. Mm-hmm. So we get people who 
literally come down here and like we live in a residential building we have people who literally come down in their pajamas who are going back upstairs to work from home oh, i would love that i would love to do that, that. Love that. <laughs> and you and you guys got food too i see belgian waffles on this menu oh man oh i would be yeah. right here I'm a, I don't Breakfast have my video sandwiches? on now because I got my hair in these dang on sponge rollers. <laughs> <laughs> but we would have been friends. I'd be like, I'm going to be on video because you already see me in your spot in the morning with these same rollers. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, get a lot of, we get a lot of community support of people who go through that same where it's like, I'm working from home, but I want to keep that routine. So we yeah. have to, in the morning time, we have the same customers. That's everybody. nice. That's, That's nice. excellent. That is That's excellent. great. That's that a blessing. Yes, yeah. Man. I'm loving the art. I cannot stop staring at the artwork. I know we are, people will just hear the audio, but the artwork on your walls are just amazing. Yeah. You got Big yeah. Daddy Kane in the back. I was trying to figure out who that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Jay-Z. There's a Big Daddy Kane on the other side here. But. Okay. We change it out. So we have, uh, let's see if I can push it out a little bit. We have a huge wall here of uh, just vinyls, photographs, art. Oh, wow. And uh, we rotate it. So I'm a collector at heart. I love stuff from my childhood. And a lot of this stuff is stuff I've had over the years that I've collected. And uh, a lot of it has sentimental value to me. Like there's stuff to where I remember my brother gave me this first cassette tape. I have that IC tape hanging up right there. Wow. This too short was the first time, you know, my parents heard me cursing because I was repeating too short. So there's <laughs> lots of stuff here. And other people have those stories when they come in and they see we have a uh, actual vinyl record player over here uh, mm -hmm. that people can interact and play. And it's, it's always cool when the younger kids come in, they're like, how do you skip the song on this? Or how do you play this? Oh my so, God. We have those those conversations. So the good thing about hip hop and me is the way I see it is a lot of people, everybody has a story to tell when they first started to listen to hip hop or, and it, it varies against every race and age. So with the concept here, people generally want to have a conversation about the music and the mm -hmm. artwork here. And we change it out every few weeks. Uh, customers bring me stuff like, hey, I was going through my garage, I found this. And you know, if it's in good shape, I hang it up like great. And I'm always going to flea markets, digging through the crates, trying to find cool stuff to to hang up here. Oh, nice. That is that is cool. When we do um our wine tours, this is funny, you guys will appreciate this. <laughs> so um a lot of our I would say it's it's like 50-50 now that um our customers are <clears throat> non-minorities. Mm -hmm. And when we um when we set up the wine tours, we ask them what type of music you like, because we want them to feel comfortable, what have you. So generally, they'll write like they like country or pop or what have you. So after the, we'll play that in the beginning, after the first winery, they will say, um, can you play too short? <laughs> like, <laughs> hip-hop is universal now which is always interesting is you want and because we don't play the edited version so we always wait and see, are they going because they sing along uh, what, what are they going to say and they generally skip over certain yeah. words i mean what would but, you do if they did say it 
Oh, we turned around and look at them like, really? <laughs> I mean, but I talk to drunk, right? You know, they, it's not like they're going they're up yeah. for a fight or what have you. But they generally are, you know, respectful of that. But it's the fact that hip hop is universal, regardless of like, if you started first listening to it with the Sugar Hill Gang mm-hmm. or now, people have an appreciation for it. I was telling somebody the story, like kids, I don't know what age, but like after CDs and tapes kind of stop when that's when no sales stop, like kids don't know about getting that first tape or standing outside a record store in the line, waiting, just wait. They don't know yeah, anything about true. that. Everything is so immediate. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We talk about, we do so we try to, I've been so busy lately, but every Tuesday, you remember when albums used to come out on Tuesday? Yeah. So yeah. We do an album of the day on Tuesday. Uh, when we were open full time, we would always play that album. I will talk about the album on our Instagram. We'll share stories and things like that. So we do that every Tuesday. Uh, we post it on our Instagram. But just physically having a CD or mm-hmm. tape, mm-hmm. the value of that to say, hey, I got this new yeah. you know, too short or Tupac tape. Um, you know, it's definitely missing. You know, I, I appreciate streaming, I, I, the ease of it all, but there's nothing like actually having that property. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can you can make a copy of my tape, but give it back to me when you're done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was, I was getting ready to ask, then I answered my own question because I don't think what so if seventy nine. I'm trying to think 79, 70, yeah, about 77. Not the Sugar Hill, uh, not the Sugar Hill gang. Um, oh gosh. Sequence? Rappers, rap, no, Rappers, Rappers Delight, Delight came out 70, late, really the late 70s. And I was going to ask you, do you have any eight tracks? But I was like, eight tracks were pretty gone by They're then. pretty hard to, it's what's tough with hip hop is, it's even hard to find vinyls in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Because when hip hop became really popular, that was right. the transition from vinyl to CD and, <laughs> and tape. So a lot of the stuff that I have is very rare to find. It's usually like promotional stuff from DJs and things like that. Uh, but if I find one, I'll let you know because I, I would love to have that in my collection. And that would just be awesome. Oh yeah. my goodness. I mean, I even have one of the original iPods here, and people look at that like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I still have my iPod, too. Me, too. Yeah. I I too. It's so heavy. <laughs> people are like, what is that? Like, well, that, that was the first iPhone, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> and I have staff that works with me that weren't alive when Tupac was alive. You know? oh. That's how the age but they still appreciate it. God bless them, poor thing. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Swirl Suite is sponsored by In Good Taste, a global winery in the comfort of your home. With all of us being home full time, I can only speak for me. I've been eating and drinking a lot more. Through their single glass bottles, In Good Taste helps me experience new wines and new memories in one 187 milliliter serving. That's one glass of wine, y'all. In Good Taste offers packages of 8 or 25 mini bottles of wine from across the world. Check out InGoodTaste.com and use coupon code VINEMEUP for a 10% discount. So this part of of our show, we just ask you some random questions, and they're all kind of music or food related. 
So we only have five today. All right, first question. What is your favorite cookout song? Ooh, I would say Will Smith's Summertime. Oh, nice. That's a good one. That's like the theme music to every outside warm weather. It doesn't even have to be summer for that song to come on. Yeah. I would say uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze Before I Let Go. Ah, uh, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, is so is the cookout song the one that's going to get the cookout crunking, or is this the cookout song we just starting to eat? <laughs> it it depends on you because mine is the end of the cookout. Okay, so mine like um, Jamaica Funk. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that is yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> Funk. Mine is actually Frankie Beverly and Mays, but it's golden time of day. So it's like when the sun goes down and all the adults are out, maybe the kids are going home or in the house, you still in the yard. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the morning, where do you sip your coffee or tea? Uh, typically in the car on the way to work. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's typically, but on the weekends, I, I try at least once a week or at least once a month. Uh, I like to sit outside. We have, uh, we're right next to the water here in Emeryville. Oh, man. And, uh, just looking at San Francisco and smoking a cigar and just kind of reflecting. That's amazing. That's why all these people are moving to California. Yeah. Exactly. It's a yeah. reason. I was just saying, it's the reason why it costs so much to live out here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, Liz, what about you? Pre-COVID or post-COVID? I mean, COVID. Uh, po- post-COVID, like, yeah, like now. Like, right here at my, um, and my kitchen table. Okay. And I'm sipping more, been sipping more tea. You know, mm-hmm. I, I received some coffee as a birthday gift in July, but that stuff's so damn strong and I'm not doing <laughs> enough work, you know, moving around to yeah. burn that caffeine yeah. off. I said, nah, man, I'd be laid up in here like a dead cocker with my heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. So I'm drinking a lot of tea, but sitting right here at my um, kitchen table with my computer. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, I would have to say at my, it's like at my dining room table mm-hmm. and um, I'm drinking more tea tea also i'm drinking dandelion tea so yeah kind of coffee equivalent in the flavor but just Mm -hmm. yeah got you i think um like COVID has sort of forced me to slow down in certain moments because i'm not rushing to be anywhere or do certain Mm -hmm. things so we have a deck so a lot of times i'll just make some coffee or tea and just sit on the deck for i don't know five or ten minutes and then start the day yeah. It makes a world of a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, dead or alive, who would you like to see in a music battle? In a music battle? Ooh. Music battle. That's a good one. I mean, I know the the versus thing have been really popular. Yeah. I would love to see Prince and Michael. That's a great one. Yeah. 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 That's a really good one. They got to dance to it. Just can't be the song. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, I'm sitting here. I know I would love to see Phyllis Hyman again. 
Mm. Oh, would love to see, and she don't have to battle a damn soul. She can just get up there and sing her, her just True. sing, her soul, just sing. Yeah. Um, but what would be interesting, because they're so different, I would think maybe her and Whitney. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. That, interesting. That would be an interesting versus type. Mm-hmm. But and also for a male, it would definitely, definitely be Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. I would love Marvin Gaye versus Luther. That would be I would just love it because I would it would just be both of them. Like I just want to hear y'all sing again. Just sing. <laughs> I don't care. Just sing. So yeah. Oh, that's nice. I would I would say for entertaining. I would love to see Janet Jackson versus Beyonce. Oh, sure. I would I love think, to see yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mine, me and Alan argue about this kind of stuff like all day, every day, but I would like to see Trap Call Quest versus The Roots. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one yeah um and then like you glance i would also like to see marvin gay versus teddy pentagrass okay. yeah yeah okay next question what goes on your breakfast sandwich as long as it has bacon and cheese bacon, <laughs> bacon cheese the bread don't matter bread don't matter just okay bacon, bacon and cheese will make it taste good don't matter the bread Okay. Mm. My breakfast sandwich is one again that goes with that coffee from Banera bread, but it's on a sprouted bagel roll. Mm. So it's a sprouted bagel roll with avocado, egg white, and um, Swiss cheese. Oh, I've had that before. Yes, that's so good. That thing. And tomato. Yes. And tomato. Mm. Yeah, that's delicious. That is like my favorite favorite bit um breakfast sandwich mm. um i don't you know what i would say sausage and um and definitely egg and uh the sweet peppers really mm. okay mm-hmm. yeah i would say mm. that yeah okay um i like so, so this is the thing. I'm obsessed with the Amish markets here. Mm-hmm. So I need a like soft, soft Amish market bread, right? The whole, like the, mm-hmm. the multi-grain bread. And then they make um, maple turkey bacon. Mm-hmm. So oh, you good. got, you got the soft bread, you got the maple turkey bacon, uh, scrambled eggs, cheddar cheese. They have, uh, the Amish market has good apple oh, nut milk too. Everything there is good because it's no preservative. It's fresh. Fresh. Exactly. Fresh. Exactly. (laughs) Fresh. There's no electricity involved. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last question for you, Eric. Just for you. Um, It's the end of the day on a Friday. You've locked the doors, the hip hop juice box. You might be cleaning up or sweeping. What song are you playing and what are you drinking? Um, if I'm trying to hurry up to get out of here, I'm listening to definitely some Little John just to get me pumped up to hurry up and clean up and get out of here. And I'm drinking coffee. But if it's like, hey, it's a lovely Friday night, I'm probably listening to some Tupac and my favorite uh, cocktail is Jack and Coke. As mm. I was, that's, that, that's very black of you. 
Very black. <laughs> I'm, I'm switching it up. I tried the Uncle Nearest uh, whiskey. Yeah. I don't know oh. yeah, yeah, I have Uncle Nearest, yeah. I'm starting to switch it up to that now. Very um, nice. What are you drinking now? This is the McBride Sisters, the She Can. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. We awesome. sold out of the uh, Black Girl Magic Rosé, uh, so we just have the sheet can left until our next shipment comes in. So. Nice. Okay. Very nice. Wonderful. Nice. So before you go, Eric, please tell everybody where they can find you, even give them the address to the location. Yeah, we're located in Emeryville, so it's 3960 Adeline, right in Emeryville. We're blocked up from San Pablo, which is like the main strip here. Uh, you can definitely add us on Instagram, at Hip Hop Juice Box, at Instagram. Um, that's where we're constantly posting all of our new material, our new drinks. Um, pretty much everything we do, we do on Instagram. That's how we build our whole fan base and followers all through Instagram. So that's where you can find us at mostly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.